Welcome everyone to Keep Hope Alive, starring yours truly, Tony Derillis. This podcast is about a genuine, authentic experience about a young man navigating the foster care system and making it to the other side, defying statistics. This podcast covers former and current foster youth, not just in New York City, but across the country. Tony shares all of what's happening in foster care to uplift and empower foster youth, foster parents, agency staff, and social workers. Keep hope alive. Until next time. Hey, what's going on with y'all, man? It's your boy, Tony Derillis, back here with another podcast episode. Glad to have you guys here. Hope everyone is feeling healthy, safe, doing well. Your spirit is good. And yeah, I just kind of want to get into today's topic. Uh, actually, you know, I just had a good cry um, just thinking about this because I really, uh, not that I, I dug up or did any real research, but I was just uh, looking back on some of the emails of, you know, all these different events and over the last couple years and it really just gave me a lot of nostalgia. But as you guys see on the title, How City Living Saved My Life. And there's a lot of history that I have with this company uh, personally and a lot of different moving pieces that really got me to where I am currently. And yeah, it's it's really exciting. So <laughs> uh, without further ado, let's get into it, man. But first, before I even start, I want to just say that this isn't some paid sponsorship. This isn't, um, you know, anything like that. This is just me talking about my own personal experiences, my own feelings towards the company and just how I, uh, you know, what what it's done to help me. So first I want to unpack because, you know, some of my New York City people might know what city living is personally. But for those who don't know, um. I'm right here on the website too, so I'm just gonna read it word. For, <laughs> I'm just gonna read it verbatim. But at City Living New York, our mission is to empower youth aging out of foster care to successfully transition into adulthood by providing concrete resources, tools, and support services. And yeah, that that's that about sums it up right there. <laughs> so I initially heard about City Living because I was you know, with New Yorkers for Children, um, there was a staff there that was working there years ago. And just for the sake of confidentiality, I won't say their name personally, but uh, she she definitely gave me uh, the heads up about Liz. And Liz introduced herself. I'm not going to forget it. <laughs> Liz, I know you I know you you listen to this right now. Um, but I remember she sent out an email to me on January 12th, 2016. I don't forget dates. I know that sounds sounds weird, but I don't forget dates, especially ones that really have impacted me. You know, I, I got photographic memory in that sense. But yeah, she, she reached out to me. She introduced herself in the program City Living. And I just immediately was like, I was like, okay, cool. Like I've I've always been one to you know, be open to collaborating, collaborating together with other people. And, you know, this was another chance for that. Um, and I was like, I was just excited that we even had some kind of organization that was helping not just false youth, but youth that were out of care, because I feel like 
once you're out of care, there's there's such a, a scarce lack of support, at least in my opinion. So uh, to have a whole organization uh, champion that was exciting for me. So, I mean, there, there's a lot <laughs> that went into this, you know, but the first thing that kind of comes to mind is furniture. Uh, Liz helped us, helped me specifically with a lot of furniture. Um, <clears throat> It was, if you guys remember, if you checked out season one, uh, I believe episode four, um, you know, just getting my first apartment, what that looked like, right? I had two garbage bags in my closet, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was sleeping on the floor. That was that was my situation. For the first month, I was two garbage bags sleeping on the floor in my apartment, right? And... You know, luckily, I was able to get the furniture voucher, as you guys um, would have heard on that episode. And I did get the futon. I, I was able to get um, a little chair. I was able to get a dining room set. I had, like, the bare essentials. <laughs> um, but it still didn't feel like a home, right? Now, I, I know y'all can relate to this, man. I know y'all can. But for me, I never really felt like any place I went to was really like a home. You know, it was it was always, I always felt like an outsider. I always felt like I was intruding or being in someone else's space. So when I finally got my own space, it still didn't have that completeness. It didn't, it, it was mine, but it didn't truly feel like mine. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't able to personalize it. I wasn't able to customize it the way I saw fit. And I just didn't have any money, you know? So with uh, with Liz, she filled that gap. She filled the gap of getting furniture. I remember getting the queen size bed. I remember getting the AC to fill my room, to, to, uh, to, to make it more, um, you know, colder, have some coolness in here, you know? Before I, I I had to I, I got the little dollar fan that you get from like Lot Less or Dollar General or something. And that was that's what I used to keep cool. I didn't have an AC. And I shoot, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes you pull up, pull open that freezer and you just like dig your face in there. <laughs> I had to do that too. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was difficult times, but uh, the AC, the queen size bed, storage containers. Uh, I'm just looking around. Lamps uh, helped me with shower curtains. You know, being able to get a shower curtain, being able to have uh, curtains for my my kitchen and my in my living space. Those are things I didn't have before, and now I did. You know, so uh, you know, little things too. Like I, I added some posters and you know, made it really personal for me. But uh, without Liz there to really uh, fill that void, this place probably still would feel very empty and I still wouldn't have that sense of belonging. So that's really important for me. That's really something that um, has been, in, in, uh, it's just been super important for me. And I just don't know, you know, I know like unlike previous places, um, this was, this really felt like a sanctuary for me. Um, but then like, I'm gonna just get into 
you know, the other aspects of it too with City Living. Because like the furniture is what they're, I feel like they're most known for, but there's other parts of it too where it's super underrated and it goes across the radar. Like not many people really uh, keep track of it. And I didn't either, but <laughs> I got I got a, a, a little thing here, right? Where it's like, you know, tickets to the Delhi show and seeing Trevor Noah for the first time. Um, being able to go to Stop and Shop in downtown Brooklyn with round trip Metro cards and a nutritionist that had recipes, right? And those little things, like the seeing the nutritionist and going to Stop and Shop, even now, that's help. Even even though I didn't implement healthy eating decisions right then and there, um, it did give me that exposure. It planted the seed in my mind that oh crap, maybe this is something that I might want to do moving forward. And it has been, you know, over uh, over the last couple of years, two years, right? Um, being able to go to the Everyday Heroes cocktail celebration and meet and chopping it up with different people from different walks of life um, and having that exposure and just being able to go to a gala and feel important, right? Um, going to the fundraisers, going to the holiday party uh, with incentives and socializing, right? With uh, collaboration with um, One Simple Wish, right? Uh, and One Simple Wish, for those who don't know, that's like an organization that helps uh, current and former foster youth with any sort of wish that they have and being able to meet that budget um, however possible. So, you know, it includes like game consoles, getting a laptop. Maybe you want to have a coloring book. It really varies. Right. Um, so there. So just seeing that and, and being able to socialize with other former false youth was a good experience, right? And then there's other things. There was the yoga, right? Um, we, I, I literally just <laughs> used the, I, it's been a year, but I literally just used the yoga mat for a, a class I had in Harlem last week where I was doing yoga with, with one of my best friends, Demetrius, which hopefully I'll have him on the podcast pretty soon. Shout outs to Demetrius. But yeah, like, the yoga was something that we slowly got into, right? It was something where physical practice and, and mindful meditation, I believe, was what it was about. And, you know, not too many people went uh, at the time, but I think it, again, it planted the seed in my mind that, wow, this might be something, this gave me exposure. And then I ended up doing it later on. And now I'm taking deep breathing exercises more seriously. Right. Um, there was, man, I got a whole bunch. Of stuff. <laughs> there was the self-care seminars. There was goal setting webinars. There was time management workshops. There was the annual financial literacy workshops talking about credit scores, overdraft fees, um, insurance, taxes, uh, savings, you know, all this other stuff that, you know, former false youth probably don't have too much access to. And it's probably one of the most pivotal things that you could have is knowing how to manage your finances and where all your money is going to. And I'm extremely grateful for that because, and this is, okay, maybe it might be a, a small flex, right? But <laughs> I was able to save, as of right now, uh, I've been able to save over $7,000, right? 
in my savings account, thanks to City Living, thanks to First Republic for, uh, you know, over in Manhattan for being able to spend time with us and to really educate us on how to best save our money. Talking about Roth IRA, talking about maximizing your 401k, all these things that, you know, I took for granted and I was like, okay, I'm writing down notes. But in hindsight, it's something that is so essential, something that you need on your path to adulthood. And it's it's these little bits that really paved the way for us. And man, I just don't take it for granted. Liz, I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you. Um, you know, words can't even describe uh, really how I feel about everything that's happened. Um, it, it, it's been, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a roller coaster. but, um, one thing I kind of want to read off to you guys too, and then I'm going to get back into it. Um, but on this webpage, uh, on the homepage, I should say, we are city living New York, right? And it says city living New York is dedicated to helping youth aging out of the foster care system to achieve their personal goals and reach for their dreams. We provide stability by giving clients urgently needed essential household goods like pots and bedspreads in order to make their first apartment a home. We continue to be there for youth as hands-on mentors. We empower our clients to become stable and self-sufficient by making referrals to effective counseling, education, and job training programs. City Living New York is a unique, yes, you guys are very unique, <laughs> holistic aftercare program, working with our clients to overcome complex and varied challenges in order to have the same opportunities as any young adult on the road to independence. When foster care ends, our work begins. I love that little, I, I like how you guys kind of like did that little poetic theme towards the end. That was a nice touch. I see what you did there. <laughs> but the reason for me even, you know, reading that out is because a lot of what I just said before really ties into all this. They're not just saying, they're not just saying all this just to say it. They really live by what they're saying. If you're like me and you feel like I can't trust adults, all adults ain't shit. <laughs> This is, uh, I've been through too much trauma in my life and I feel like, um, you know, I just need my personal space or there's been too many social workers that have broken their promises and I can't trust y'all. I, I can personally promise you that Liz does everything in her power to make sure that we're good. I'm not going to do any name calling because, you know, I didn't say it ahead of time, but y'all know who you are. <laughs> there, there's, you know, not just me, but a lot of my peers, I'm sure I speak for all of them when I say that Liz has shown that she's, that she's willing to help us out, you know, in all facets, right? It's not just one particular thing. It's not just nutrition. It's not just finances. It's not just goal setting. It's not just, um, 
you know, taking us out to a cool gala or, or some kind of social event, right? It's really taking the time to not only provide empathy, but to show that we are human beings, that we're not just some random statistic, you know, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit at a loss of words here because it, it's, it's been hugely impactful for me. It's been amazing to see how this has all grown. It's been amazing for me as someone who was literally, I think, the first or second person to be exposed to city living. I'm, I'm, I'm giving my testimony of what I feel has really shaped who who I've been, and it's been a it's been a powerful experience. It's been an amazing experience, and uh, I'm I'm just grateful that, um, you know, Liz, that you're in my life. You know, I do consider you almost like a mother of sorts. Um. You know, for all the social work interns that really bust their butt and to really show support, I really appreciate y'all. Um, Susan, shout outs to Su uh, Susan, <laughs> Liz's mom. I remember, uh, I remember when Brick, uh, Brick Studios, Brick Videos, I forget <laughs> the exact thing, but I know it's Brick. Uh, over there in Brooklyn and they shot the video and I remember Liz coming over there and you know I just showed my apartment and I just remember the joy I felt I just remember feeling like things were coming together that things were going to be okay it gave me <laughs> pun intended it, it allowed me to keep hope alive right <laughs> and there's a lot of different um just a lot of different memories, a lot of nostalgia, uh, doing this podcast and seeing how everything kind of came together. And, you know, I, I just really think that a lot of people, a lot of New York City youth specifically, if you're feeling down, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like maybe there's not really that support there, I'm letting you know that there is an organization that is willing to help you to really put your needs at the forefront, that you're not just an option. For any social worker listening to this right now, I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to share this video with all of your um, clients, people that you work with. Please let them know that there is resources. Get in contact with me. Um, which I'm going to leave my email in the description down below. Y'all can check that out for yourselves. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what uh what I had to get off my chest. And I really feel like not only just keeping hope alive, but it, this really has showed me that there are people who want to help selflessly. And that's a beautiful thing, especially in the current climate that we're in. So with all that being said, I appreciate y'all for coming out today. Appreciate you guys for hearing my testimony. Uh, and this is how city living saved my life. Peace, y'all. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you guys really enjoyed my segment of how city living saved my life. 
If you guys feel like you want to donate at all or just want to get more involved with what City Living is doing and you really enjoy the mission as itself, uh, check out citylivingny.org. Again, that is citylivingny.org. Really hope you guys enjoyed this and found some value in it and hope you guys are having a blessed day. Take care. See you in the next episode.